on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. They know. I'm dealing with that now. I was that way, but I'm, I'm talking to women now that are dealing with I'm like, look, when you start to break away, so what happens is when a woman gets her strength back and her power back, she's like, oh, I, I don't need you about, you know, talking back or dating or putting on lip gloss or getting their hair done and not right. telling them where they're going. Oh, he going to stalk you because you spent years with him, letting him be in control. And now you take that control from him. He don't know how to handle it. This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. The Tribe Vibe is a twist on ladies' night, focusing on self-care for black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. Manifesting their dreams, get your cream by any means And being with self-esteem, beauty supreme And Buddha walk so mean, the way you fit in them jeans You eat your cornbread and greens Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra Retwist your locks and realign your chakras Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis Celestial body, drink your water Meditate, sun-kissed goddess, heavenly order Levitate, tribe of a Black girl magic, melanin popping. Whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. Are you serious? Yeah, you know what was bad oh. about it. What was bad about it is that um um. I saw the accident on the way to work and I didn't know it was him. Oh, he tried it, tried it. He tried it, tried it. And so I got to work and my boss said, did you tell him? I'm like, yeah, he said, man, that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing it. And that was it. That was, I was, wasn't held accountable. And he and I talked to this day and I was like, every time he calls me or reaches out, I'm like, man, how did I, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah, I told him that. Did y'all ever talk about that conversation? Mm-mm. Well, in, now that it's over, like, uh-huh. No, I'm afraid. I'm afraid because I'm glad that he's still my friend now. But before, I didn't care about him being my friend. He worked for me, and I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know the impact, the power of my words, negative words. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, that's. I didn't know. Yeah, that I is a word right there. 
I said things to my kids too, Ursula, and now I'm like, and even now I, I have an urge to say things to, I ain't gonna lie, it's not even to motivate them, it was to hurt them. But I don't say it. I don't, I'm like, no, nah, uh-uh, that's not cool, dude. That's, no, don't. And I can give people advice on not to do things and not say things. I know how that person's gonna feel when you say it. I was that guy that said those things. And I would just sit there and watch people cry, watch women cry after I hurt them. I was very, very demonic. Demons are punks. Mm, why do you say that? Because they're created. I was created to become this bad person, this demon. I made myself become this person, but it, there was no strength in doing it. The only strength, the only time I had strength in becoming demonic is when you believed it. Oh, wow. Like almost like a... um. Like a leech, you know how leech they mm -hmm. grab onto you and suck that blood. They can only do it if you let them suck the blood. You pull them off, dude. They're gonna find somebody else to suck on. So were the kids, even if they're adult kids, were was that an easier, I don't know, an easier target as opposed to your partners? It didn't matter. It was a feeling, emotion I desired uh to get from hurting people's feelings. It didn't matter who it was. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a euphoric feeling. It's like a high that I had to feel and I had to get, and I could get it. Mm. I'm processing a lot because I'm thinking mm -hmm. about definitely two individuals that I know. So um, this is a lot of insight. I'm going to read this. I found this on your page. This was so insightful, talking about jealousy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, anyone, I'm I've already put Leon's um contact info in the show description. I definitely want you to go and visit his page. His videos are very insightful and it gives you a lot of aha moments. It, it gives me a lot of aha moments. But on your community page, you put if you're with a person that's jealous of your looks, job, education, money, house, car etc and you're humble while giving them a chance they will mistreat you to make themselves feel better about not being equal or better than you leave them alone it's only resentment 100 they do they're not genuinely liking and caring for what you've attained and they will make you small they will put you down it's going to come out because your success is just too much for them your looks your beauty your intellect your degrees your nice house your car it's like i don't have those things well i oh. i got a cousin i got a cousin that's like that those are vulnerable narcissists when narcissists narcissists first came out in the 80s they call them vulnerable narcissists what is that i've heard of like, it but i don't know exactly yeah it's like they wanted they want the attention they need the attention what was me i should have done this because of the world this uh, this happened for me i have a cousin a male cousin that's like that right now so is it that they live in their victimhood Exactly. Mm. And they, they, they will, Ursula, they, they are easy to identify, very easy to identify. And you know what's easy with them? It's easy to play with them. Why do you say that? Because you can you can test them. You can give them something. You can make them feel bad. Just like that. I do it, I do it with my cousin. And I don't, I don't do it that much. I kind of toy around with them. But we're cool. And so I don't, you know, I try not to go too deep with them, but they're very easy to, to, um, 
demotivate. Their, their feelings get hurt easy. They, they're highly angry. They're um, very, vul- very, very vulnerable. They have where, addictions. Where does the anger come from? What they used to be. And they're not that anymore. And then so they didn't do anything beyond that. I just had the hugest aha moment. You got somebody around you like that. You said me? No, somebody around you. You probably have somebody around you like that. Or that yes. And they're, oh my God, my head is just blown open. You know, the language that they use all the time on what they used to do. I remember when I used to X, I remember when I used to play X, you know, everything was back. Everything was what they used to because, do. Because moving forward, they have nothing. And a lot of times those people wind up going to jail, losing jobs, gaining a lot of weight, losing a lot of weight, losing their family, their kids, paying a lot of child support, alimony. And they wind up losing in life because they never attained what they thought they could attain. But then they didn't shift and keep going. They quit on life. They quit on themselves. And now they come and use you. They'll take your money. They'll borrow your money. They'll ask you to cook for them on it. Yeah. My head is blown. Everything you just named, except for two. That's exactly how they are. Yeah. My head has blown open right now. They are I'm definitely going to process this now. Wow. And so now you start looking <sighs> at other, now you're going to start looking at other people. Um, just listen to the conversations, right? Watch how they move. Watch how they treat you, right? They're going to give you a little bit, then they're going to want four times in return. Even though they owe you more and what they did for you was minimal, they're going to want four to five times more over and over. I deal with, I got people in my family like that. And it's like, me too. I'm, I just wait. It's, so the thing, I know who they are. They know who they are, but they're going to still do it because they haven't really dealt with why they do it. And I see it. And I'm like, okay, I got, I have quite a few friends like that. Mm. And I Woo! know if I say, hey, I'm coming to town, they gearing up. So Why I'll come in town because, the- I, because they know that like, we're going to go out. I'm going to pay for everything. I'm going to pick them up. I'm going to drive around. You know, they're going to, I might give them a pair of shoes. It's, I might take them around some women, you know, whatever. They're going to, they're going to benefit off. They're going to benefit off of me. Wow. So I'll come in town and then won't even contact me. And I'll leave town. They go, where you at, man? You, I'm like, man, I, I came and left already, cuz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see the look on your face. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's vindictive. <laughs> but those no. are nar- they're narcissistic people, so I don't have a problem with messing with them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Your face says everything. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is wild. Um, even down to the gaining weight and loss of a job. My it's head like, is blown right yeah, there. Yeah, it's like they're in a certain category where these are what's going to happen if you're this person. It's it's like you can call them out now. Mm. You see them. And then you can look at the list of things that I named. And matter of fact, you can sit there and you might think about that person for a half hour. And you can come up with a list of things and, like, and it'll be the same list for the next person. It's just like the male or female. It doesn't matter. 
it's a textbook. It's a textbook case. It really is. I encourage the the chat right now. If you all have any light bulb moments that Leon is tapping into, I encourage you to put it in the chat. Um, you can be as vague or descriptive as you like. And um, okay, chat. I'm coming to you now. You have more questions. Uh, do and does NPD individuals always have a plan when seeking another person to devour? 100%, 24 seven, it doesn't stop. I agree. I, I feel that they look for purse, like the most emotionally hanging fruit. Yeah, the, the easy ones. Yeah, we don't like to work hard at getting something, not at all, except that at work when there's something to get out of it, like a promotion, some money, or prestige, mm. prestige, but a supply for me, a woman, it was never hard for me. If it's right. hard, if it's hard, I'm not going to work at it. I, I'm going to lose interest and I'm going to hurt your feelings on the way out until you allow it to be easy. Mm. Uh, OG Patrice said covert narcs are also called vulnerable narcs. Speaking of that, were you, or if you want to share which I don't know what the word is, which type of narcissism. Yeah, or... work. So so what happens is they don't like they'll they don't like come out and tell you, boom, bam. They kind of like ease things in. It's like Mr. Walker, next week we'll talk about this and then these traits and then this your personality. We'll talk about it's a little bit of the time, but you have overt, which I am covert, you have communal, you have antagonistical, you have uh it changed from vulnerable to you know all of these others, but overt. Covert, communal, I think, and antagonistical. And so, um, then there's a few I haven't heard of before. Yeah, then it's like subcategories. But yeah, they like, I never knew until years later that my record says therapy for this patient. PX means patient. Therapy for this PX is indefinite. And indefinite is in all capital letters and bold letters. So Damn. I was, yeah, yeah, right. So they didn't tell me that. So you go on every week for an hour, and then after a year, it's like, okay, Mr. Walker, I'll see you next month or whatever, whatever. Right. I just happened to look at my medical record. I'm like, what the what? I didn't they don't she didn't she didn't tell me that. They don't tell you certain things. It's like I guess it's because it's embarrassing or they don't want people to freak out. But yeah, with your diagnosis, they'll give you now that I think now they give out letters and they say, you know, this person has been diagnosed with NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, and according to the DSM-5, DSM-3, blah, 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 you know, right. five or six lines. But yeah, when I got mine, it wasn't like descriptive at all, but my therapy, anybody that's narcissistic, therapy is indefinite. Well, right, because it's you can't take medication for it. It's more of a characteristic i'm thinking yeah, it's like a pattern yeah it's a characteristic it's a pattern that yeah. you like you know i've been it's been ingrained in my brain since i was a kid and so you know that yeah yeah okay here's another um a benign narc i've heard of that but i'm not sure exactly what that is but i'm definitely going to look that up uh let's see I've heard of malignant and dealt. Yeah, I have experience with the malignant, altruistic and somatic narcissist. Yeah, those subcategories. Yeah. Love joy. Thank you. I got a lot of um, a lot of work to do. 
I, I enjoy understanding. I can always put when I can put language to what I've experienced that helps with my healing. Does that? What about you? Yeah. So you can see it. So what you be what you start doing now is you look at those vulnerable ones, you know, and you you start. It's not that you can diagnose people, but you you can make yourself safe from anybody. Yes, I love that. Safe. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share this with you. Um, the narcissist that I know, there was this big blowout or argument. And this wasn't too long ago. This was a couple, it was right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I remember, and I was already deep into therapy. And when I realized, I believe that this person is a definitely a, they were, they are fluid with the covert over, because I can see it depending on who we are around. Mm -hmm. Anyway, for the first time ever, I saw him as the little boy, the abandoned little boy that he is. I don't even want to say was, but that he is, even though he's well, he's a much older person. And I, it, my trigger reaction was different. Um, I didn't match the energy with, you know, the anger with anger. And I actually felt sorry for him because I truly saw him feeling abandoned and not knowing how to react. It came out in rage. Yeah, it comes out in rage. Like, you're going to do this to me? You did it again? What the fuck? I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it comes out in rage. So that little boy is still there. The difference between yes. um, a grown man and a little boy, narcissistically speaking, is nothing but height, weight, and age. That's real right there. It's the only difference. They just got older and bigger and taller. Ooh. That is real. That's real. And when you see it, you can't unsee it. It's you there cannot. forever. Yeah. And once it's out, it's like a toothpaste you can't want that toothpaste is out the tube you cannot put it back in and you know what my um my dating life is different now yeah it has to be because totally different you don't want to waste time uh you don't want no triggers you don't want no surprises you see it early on yes are aware of it and it's more comfortable with dating now because like oh well, well women don't know and they'll study it they go on a date and they get love bomb mm -hmm. and then they get breadcrumb and then they get ghosted and they get gaslit. And it's like you, it's not going to happen for you like that because you, right. you got it. Right. I'm going to read a few more um, comments and then, um, wow, there's a lot coming through. Lovejoy said, yes, it's unreal. Yes. It's unreal when you see it. And it's it almost scary. Yes. So my dating pool is shrunk. Because yours too, yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, look at you know, look at you know, look at what I'm talking about. But I'm glad it is strong because for all my life, my dating pool was like worldwide, and I don't, I didn't need that, but I took advantage of it. Was like I was greedy, so now right. women like women like, uh, but the things, the chance of you meeting a narcissistic man, uh, the chance of you meeting a narcissistic man and him not telling you is extremely high. The chance of you meeting a narcissistic man and him telling you the, the chance are very slim. There are 70% men, narcissistic, and 30% women. Black mm. men, according to what I read, black men are on the leading edge of being 
diagnosis with, with MPD. So there are men mm -hmm. out here with a lot of traits, but undiagnosed, but they're still, they have the traits. They just haven't been um, appointed or called out or cited. So they still gonna treat you a certain way because they haven't had their talk therapy and they're not ready to, not only that, they're just not ready to stop acting like they're acting. Right, exactly. Do we have time for one viewer question? Yes, we do. Oh, okay, good. I won't read all of them because there's a lot. So, okay, here's one. It seems like my partner always wants to argue at night. That's so he can get up and leave and go cheat. That was me. Damn. Okay, let me read part two to that. It seems that our norm is to argue until three, four o'clock in the morning and then go to work like nothing happened. Yeah, because he's, it's like, he goes to work mad. She goes to work mad. So he can come home late the next day because he's already mad. What difference does it make? What? Uh-huh. The stage has already been set. Premeditation pre is a narcissistic person's dream. Everything is premeditated. See, now you have me going back in the memory banks. Good. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun talking about this. Why am I triggered right now? But this is good because I'm I'm going back. Wow. Take another okay. question. Excuse me. We do another question. We want to. Okay. Can a narcissist tell when their partner is pulling away? Yeah. I want my peace, but I don't want to trigger my partner. No, they know when you're pulling away, and so when you're pulling, when they start to be more aggressive and more attentive and more on top of things and begging and pleading and doing crazy stuff. They know. They know. I'm dealing with that now. I was that way, but I'm, I'm talking to women now that are dealing with it. I'm like, look, when you start to break away, so what happens is when a woman gets her strength back and her power back, she's like, oh, I, I don't need you about, you know, talking back or dating or putting on lip gloss or getting their hair done and not right. telling them where they're going. Oh, he going to stalk you because you spent years with him, letting him be in control. And now you take that control from him. He don't know how to handle it. Now the fear kicks in. Oh, you're going to leave me like my mother left me. Or you're going to leave me like my last wife left me. Then they'll become, they make become violent. They're going to stalk you. They're going to knock on your door. They're going to knock on your bedroom window. They're going to come to your job. Yeah, it's mm. going to happen. Because they that's the, the only way of knowing how to process it. Because they didn't have therapy. And without therapy, you're not going to be fair. What do you mean, not be fair? Because you don't know, you don't, you're not taking any accountability and responsibility. Like, okay, you know what? I mistreated her. I cheated on her. Let me go move out and get my own apartment and leave her alone. She needs a better man than me. They can't accept that. So instead oh, no. of getting therapy and saying, hey, Leon, Leon, you're the problem. You're the problem, blah, blah, blah. Okay, thank you. I'll be back next week. They don't get the therapy. So now their therapy is to lash out, to get angry, to express uh, themselves, to try to pull you back in, stop you from leaving. Baby, I'm sorry. First, you're going to Okay, baby, let's talk. Well, then they go. Well, okay, F you then. You don't want to ask my guy. 
Yeah. Then the next day they come knock on your door, baby. I'm sorry, I got some flowers and fruit. No. If they don't go through talk therapy for six months, a year, two years, ain't gonna change. Ain't. So what about these tears? I, I've heard that men uh they're the fake. manipulative tears. They're fake. And then yeah. now now they expose themselves for being fake and crying to a woman. Now they really hurt and weak and like now they can become even anger because I was like, I showed you the real me, you know, now you're going to, you still going to leave me. They get madder and madder. And then they start to become violent. And then it just but, gets murdered. But what, not the, not the authentic tears, but like you said, the fake tears, they'll get upset with that too. Yeah. Because, you, saw- you, because you caused me to cry. I never cried. So I found a way to cry to get you to come back and give me one more chance. And now you know something that I didn't want you to know that I can cry. I did but, that too. Did you? Yeah, I was. Did it work? No, it shouldn't have worked because I was still stalking her anyway. This is 1991. <clears throat> I did a video about my stalking. People laughed at me. You know, Why? Do you mind sharing? You don't um, have to, but, or yeah, as little as you want. I don't mind. I, I did a video, then I did a follow up video not too long ago, and this one black dude, he got it and he put it off. They, when they found, when I posted the video, they took it off my page and put it on World Star Hip Hop. Which I'm fine. And they were t- laughing and joking. And then another black guy got it telling women, yeah, don't date this king. Let's like this. Blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, dude, I'm 50. At the time, I was 52 years, a year ago, 57. I said, man, I'm 50. I got on there and made a comment. and bro, I'm 57. It's not who I am now. This is 30 years ago. And so he, yeah, he reposted. But um, February 1991, I broke up with my girlfriend, told her I didn't like her, I didn't love her, walked out the house. We deployed for three months. I called back home. She had a boyfriend already. And I pulled back into San Diego and I was looking for her. And I stalked her and I got into her apartment. I went in her bedroom, went through her drawers, sniffing her panties. Pause, 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 excuse me. So when you said you stalked her, like you broke into her place or I don't well, know if that's discriminating. Well, I was able to get in because her girlfriend was my friend and my girlfriend, my ex met her through me. So my ex-girlfriend was out on a date. And I went and knocked on the door, and her girlfriend let me in because me and her were cool. And I got in her bedroom, went through her drawers, and stepped her panties, found a picture, went to her job the next day. Wait, did you say you stiffed her panties? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, I didn't. I don't know why I did it. I just needed to do it. I know that I needed to do it. I needed to feel that connection with her when I ah, didn't want the connection. Got it. So okay. Next day, I went to uh, the pawn shop, got a ring. Went to this flower store and got some flowers and walked in her job. And they was like, you can't come in here. I'm like, I would just walk past the lady. I didn't hear her nothing. But went to my girlfriend's office and got on my knee and asked her to marry me. She's like, Leon, no, I got a boyfriend. You know I got a boyfriend. I'm like, please. It's like, look, here he is. She showed me a picture of her boyfriend. And so I stalked her for about almost maybe a year. Oh, wow. Um, really? Yeah. And... The worst thing she could do was take me back, and she did. And I asked him, I asked her to marry me again, and I called him the wedding off. You did. Uh huh. This is nineteen ninety one. I just How- saw her, saw her. I just saw her a few days ago at this club. We laughed about. It. We talked now. She's been married for seventeen years. So how okay. soon did you call the wedding off after you got her back? Um, I already knew I was going to do it, but I got her back. Then I started cheating on her to get her back. Oh and she wow! Mm-hmm. And after that, after she, she let me get my courage back and my motivation back and my confidence back, 
Mm. I was back. I was never changed, but I was back to my old ways. Mm -hmm. So I temporarily went to this new guy to get her back, and she fell for it. That's what I tell women. When they come back, and they beg and plead, and they buy flowers and candy, and and take you to shop and get you Tiffany braces. That, that doesn't mean all they're going to do is remember the things they had to go through to get you back. And then they're going to make it 10 times worse when they hurt you because they're going to hurt you. They're going to emotionally damage you. They're going to try to make it permanent. It's not going to be a physical hurt. It's going to no. be so much hurt internally that you're not going to want to date anybody else. And you're going to hate them. I wanted her to hate me. And she did. Men her cool now. We laughed about it. But that's why I warn women. Warn them. Once you get away, stay with Because if you take him back. And he, you make him jump through hoops to get you back. When he hurts you, you're going to jump through hoops to, to keep your life together and keep your heart from being broken. But he's going to smash your heart. It's going is to it almost um, like a um, a punishment? Yeah, it is a punishment. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, real quick. Hold on. Uh, Mo Cosby. She says, I have a question. I'm not sure how to word it to a short question, though. It's okay. Just type it in there. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll, get, it. we'll get it. Yeah, tell it we'll get yeah. it. Yeah. Don't um yeah, go for it. We'll be here. We'll be here. But do it now. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. We'll, and we we'll, we can piecemeal it together. And um Lovejoy said so true what you were just talking about about the punishment. I just went through this very thing with an ex. Yeah. Once you if you get rid of a person like me, don't ever go back. If he go, if here's the thing, if he comes back to you, if he, and I did a video about this, if he leaves you alone for a year, year and a half, straight up, like, you know, baby, you're right. I'm going to enroll in therapy. If he leaves you alone, he goes to therapy and he comes out and he just so happened to see you and like, Hey, you know, I apologize. I went through therapy, but he's legit. He's going to be legit. I'm legit now, but if they don't go through therapy and they don't leave you alone. They bother you. They, there's no, there has not been any changes and their mm. cognitive skills are still off. Everything is off and they are going to hurt you because now they want to get revenge. They're going to be very vindictive. Yeah, I, I can see that, especially with the punishment part. Mm -hmm. So back to the world star. So someone saw it, but you were doing it as a teachable moment, right? Mm -hmm. And they thought it was going to hurt my feelings to joke me. I'm like, dude, that was 30 years ago. Y'all can't hurt me. But yeah, they made it a joke. They made a joke out of it. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, that's childish. That's and... how we do. That's how black people, that's how we do, though, personally. Yeah. That, yeah. So they made that video and then you had a rebuttal to it or whoever really. this guy was? No, this one guy, he did it. He he he, he had a, yeah, he just took it and, and just like broke it down second by second, minute by minute. No, 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 no. And he has some issues himself. Somebody sent me the videos like Leon don't worry because this guy was beating his wife and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna respond to that dude. No, I mean that's it's always childish. black men. I don't get disrespected by white guys, Latin guys, or Asian guys. It's always black men that disrespect me. When it's some disrespect, it's always a black guy. I wonder why do you what do you think about that? I don't. They think that I'm pandering to women, they think I'm a bad guy and I haven't worked on myself. They don't know me, so it doesn't matter. Even, even my friends that know me don't say anything. They're cool. They understand. But these guys don't know me. And they see a lot of myself and themselves. So I, I understand they're coming from a place of hurt. That's interesting that they would use the word pander. Mm -hmm. when it's, it could be, not can be, it is a teachable moment. It gives you insight. Just like we said before, when you see it, you cannot unsee it. No, you but, cannot see it. 
I get it. Um, wounded people wound other wounded mm-hmm. people. So, I mean, I, I I get it. Um, let me see. I have another question here. I don't feel like I can trust my husband. This was a good one right here. He uses my childhood trauma against me almost like a like a weapon. Can you explain this? Yeah, so I did a video tonight. I got a video up on uh, TikTok and Instagram right now. I got to put it on Facebook and YouTube where they, I, so I this video was about, in a good sense, narcissistic people will use you against you. Because you want to be you're so giving and kind and free-hearted and loving and caring and uplifting and you celebrate me i'm going to let you do that so much to where as you become addicted to taking care of me and it becomes hard for you to detach because you know how good it feels to be taken care of so you take care of me like you want somebody to take care of yourself you get more out of taking care of me than you get out of uh taking care of yourself so I would let you do that and I would use that against you. And so what happens is I know that you want to take care of me because this is how you are. This is how you built. And I could do a couple of things. I can allow you to do it, which makes you feel good. Or I cannot allow you to do it, which is going to make you want to do it even more. So they're going to use you against you. Your childhood trauma, whatever you told. And I told him said in the video just tonight, an hour ago, don't tell him anything about you in the beginning. You wait for that. So your childhood trauma that you tell him, he's going to use it against you as if you were tainted, right? You were molested, you were beat, you were forgotten about, you were raped, and it made you a certain way in bed. It made you insecure. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'll tell you that. And what you're going to do, you're going to be, you see women sometimes, they be married so long, they come out of the shower, they don't even want to show their husband their breasts. They don't want to be undressed in front of them because he says something about her uncle touching her. And it may it trigger her and it's like mm-hmm. jesus Christ. or her father doing something or the neighbor doing something so they'll trigger you they'll say things to make you go into a shell or to make you come out of a shell to be even to be given what he wants sexually but you can be uncomfortable doing it you're not going to enjoy it but he mm-hmm. will or or he'll say it on purpose to make you shut down and say that's why i cheated because you don't have sex with me wow that that Hearing that, the emotional and mental gymnastics to perform Mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, Mm -hmm. sexually, like that, that's a lot. That's a lot. And yeah, people do it. It's the manipulation of it. So, so when I now it becomes her fault that he cheated. It's not her fault, but he wants her to think that because he made her a comment about her stretch marks. He made a comment about her stomach, her butt. He made a comment about her scent. He made a comment that she's close. She doesn't make sounds when they have sex. And so now you're not giving me what I want. So I had to go find it. It's your fault that I slept with another woman. Wow. That deflection at its best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's one more. My narc father has a pattern of talking bad about me to friends and especially family. What is that about? It's hurtful because they listen to him over me. Yeah. He's really mad at your mother. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because he's probably just like a mother in a good way. And and she probably challenges him. He don't like it. So her mother did the same thing. 
and instead of hurting her mother, which he can't anymore, she's probably gone or deceased, whatever, he'll hurt the daughter. It gives him satisfaction. Because also he didn't have control over the daughter. I guarantee you, she'll tell you that. He couldn't control it, so he tried to do it uh, in a roundabout way by t talking about her. That's his flying monkeys. I guarantee you, if she says wrong here, yep, he couldn't control me. I guarantee she'll say that. Ask him. Ah. He, and she was also too strong for him to dominate and push around. He may have pushed her mother around, but she stood up to him. I guarantee that's part of, part of it, too. It's one of those two. Right. Well, if she's listening, I hope she does come back in my DMs. I'm sure I'm going to get that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, he was right. This sounds familiar. Um, so before we get off, can you just tell everybody about your book? We mentioned it before. I just dropped the link, but and I dropped the live link, and you all can go and purchase the book, take a look at it, as well as your YouTube channel. Yes, my book is called The Seven Loveless Traits. Um, understanding narcissism. Um, we talk about the loveless, the love languages, five love languages. I wrote a book of the opposite of love languages, the loveless traits. I don't want to call it the loveless languages because uh, it was too close to his title. So I called it seven loveless traits. Um, like your love language might be acts of service. Narcissistically speaking, I'm going to be, my love language is acts of disservice. Ooh. Uh, so Genius. the book talks about the seven different um, loveless traits. I talk about my childhood. And it's a whole lot. It's a lot of information. I'm going to do an audio book. It's just going to be so long. I'm going to do one, though. But it's a lot of information. Okay. So we have a comment right here uh, um, from Lovejoy. Great book, Leon. I just finished reading it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lovejoy. I would like to sign books, too. Um, if I can, when people purchase them, they can, if they want, they can email me, um, mail it to me. I'm signing, put something in it and mail it back if they want that, you know. I'm doing a conference this Saturday. I'm driving back to Cleveland. I'm doing a conference. I post it on my IG, Facebook, Instagram, but it's a conference in Cleveland, a four-hour conference, and I'm going to be talking about red flags, specifically red flags, a lot that women don't know about, too. Some of, we, some of them we talk about tonight, because a lot of women, so we get stuck on red flags, right? Mm-hmm. And now people are talking about green flags. We never talk about white flags. What did that man or woman surrender? But oh, yeah. that's good. So I'm gonna talk about that. But the problem women have is that you all operate in the gray flag area. So you know it's black and white. And at work, you say, "Hey, there's no gray area." You know, you're getting gray. That's trouble. Women operate in a gray area, so a gray area because you you start to take chances and then risk things. You know it's black and white. This is what you see. This is what it is. But I, let's go in a gray area because I just I still love Leon and I want to go see him. But I know I know he's got another girlfriend. But I do you know you're operating in a gray area. And that's a bad. That's worse than a red flag because you cut corners. You take chances. You put your life on the line. Ooh. Red flag. Yeah, red flags can be obvious. They can be obvious. But gray flags is what you do to stay to, to stay in my life it's what you do to keep me and you put your life on the line you put your kids life on the line you put your job on the line you do women do stay out my business leon <laughs> right yeah i'm here for you oh ouch i as you're talking it's hitting my soul because i have 
I have definitely been in that gray flag area and didn't mm-hmm. know, did not know. And, oh, we just going to kick it. It's fine. And then, you know, there goes that cycle. So if anyone has experienced that gray flag, put a one in the chat for me and for yourself. If you mm-hmm. Definitely put it for me. That is wild. So I did see that on your YouTube channel about the Ohio event mm-hmm. and i saw dr tamika ellington yeah she's uh i guess it's four or five women that are putting it together i think yeah. i talked to a lady named, i talked to a lady named wanda that's been uh, corresponding with me so i don't know the other women but yeah yeah so dr tamika she's been on my podcast i want to say about a year and a half ago she is wonderful wonderful woman wonderful and lovejoy yes uh, women tend to see pink flags. <laughs> right? That was my toxic trait. I'll see that red flag. I'll turn it pink. I will uh, take the flag and make it out of a blanket. Right. <laughs> a nice comfy blanket. And mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So there we go. Well, I enjoyed you immensely. Of course, again, I would love to have you come on because I did not read all my questions, but if anyone we'll has do it a- again, we'll do yeah. it again. Whenever, you, whenever you're ready, Ursula, like you do, you send me the email, boom, you tell me the date, boom, we do it. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do right. it. Um, I'll connect with you offline like we usually do, but mm-hmm. I would love for you to come back. Um, Anybody, if you have, first of all, hit that subscribe button, first of all. I want you to subscribe so when Leon does come back, you'll know when I upload another video. But we'll do a live Q&A. And um, if you have any questions, I will read it anonymously, anonymously like I did tonight for Leon um, respectfully. And let's get this healing, continue this healing conversation. Did you have any parting words? Um, just, you know, remember to love yourself unconditionally. Uh, don't, don't. Don't stay too long because you stay too long, you stay too wrong. Yes. Um, don't let it start to affect your health because when it starts to affect your health, it's going to affect your wealth. Wow. I'm processing that. That's another one. So, you, so you're just going to drop gems all night. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to give that to you. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Everyone, thank you again for another. uh, Before we get off, if you want to see Leon again, drop a one in the chat. That's what I definitely want to see. So if I see a a one, then we don't have to have you back on, Leon. But uh, we'll wait. We'll wait if they put a one up. Well, there we go. Love, Joy. Got us. We're coming back. (laughs) All right, Miss Love, Joy. (laughs) Appreciate that. This is great. Everyone, thank you so much for another episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I appreciate everybody's comments, their questions um, for Leon and myself. But um, let's continue this healing and come back next week. I have a relationship coach. uh, and He is going to talk about dating and different attachment styles, all of that good stuff. So uh, we got another we got another one. So. There you go. All right. Got to do it. Got to do it. Have a good evening. And Leon, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for having me. I'll see you again. Yes, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. For the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty 
you supreme and Buddha walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Crunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti. Black girl magic, melanin popping whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift.